Welcome to Whiskey Biz Podcast with your hosts, Rob and Devo. Dude, so it's been hotter than heck, at least for me lately. Well, that's because of where you decided to move. Well, uh, well, no, actually, it's not too bad out here. It's just that when, like, since I have to drive into work and everything, it it kind of sucks because I have to wear jeans or uh, or pants uh, in general. And um, I, you know what sucks even more is is when you get that uh that stickiness of bat winging. Your yeah. Okay. Well, I was actually more thinking of I don't know if it's considered bat winging or not, but like. It, it, your sack sticks to your leg and yeah that's bat winging oh is that what that is i wasn't yeah, bat sure is when oh, your ball sack that i was thinking of yeah ball sack sticks to both sides of your leg and it looks like a bat yeah so i i was i was walking out to my car and i was doing the goofy walk because i i didn't want to blatantly <laughs> yeah unstick it's and annoying it's, it's amazing that girls have not figured out when we take that really wide step, usually it's not from farting. Right. That's like knee bend step. The other's like you said, like a penguin walk. You like pop a leg out. It's not like you're bending the leg as you're popping it out. You like take just an awkward, like wide step. It just, it's like a half circle. The leg. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, it just. It's like you're walking almost like with peg legs too. Cause... Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Well, because if you bend your leg, it's going to still stay close enough to your crotch right? to keep the bat alive. I apologize for bringing that up, but I, I was struggling with that today, so and I obviously oh, could not get that off, you know. out of my head. Hopefully, we got, just, uh, got uh, some of the listeners to just, now they have that visual <laughs> of Devo's ball sack stuck on his leg. So, welcome to Whiskey Biz. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Devo. <laughs> I got nothing to that. Yes, Devo, it's whiskey based. Good job, good job. Proud of you. That was I impressive. To, I had to take it off of me again. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. You you know sometimes you like just put yourself into an awkward position. Uh, you know I I think it started from um Birth? when I. No, no, I, I definitely learned the awkwardness uh, in high school. Okay. Um, I know everyone says that everyone or we were all awkward in high school, but um, I went out of my way sometimes to make things awkward because I thought it was Fair. fun at the time. Okay. But I never learned how to. <laughs> what the fuck? That was one of did the you best see that? Props. that was one of the like I heard it through the did headphones. You, did you see what happened though? Yeah. So the plastic piece got stuck in the bottle, the like handshake you gave me. And when I unscrewed the top, the plastic piece that keeps the seal stayed in there. And I'm holding it, like getting ready to the pinch pop it off. It off. <laughs> and it just went flying. It went like six inches in the air, too. It scared know, the shit right? out of me. It was really no idea. Cool. I had no idea what was going on. There and, was and nothing. Like I said, that was that was a pretty good pop for it was. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure in there. It's just been in this room. It's not like anything weird happened. Well, you said that the humidity got pretty high, so Well, I put knows? a dehumidifier in this room. It sucked out like I don't know how much like when it says like fifty percent humidity, like how much water is in the air, right? Like 
I got about six inches of water in this dehumidifier in a day. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Is that a lot? <laughs> there I went again. Did I say six inches or six ounces? You said six inches. Apparently, you've got dick on the mind. No, I just get inches and ounces confused sometimes. Oh, okay. Probably because if I, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's six inches, but I mean six ounces. <laughs> sure. We'll go with that. And then it just makes me sound better. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. So, Devo, you want to give it the inaugural pop? Or did you try? Yeah, I, I can. Um, which this week, if you don't know from our uh, title of the episode, or uh, yeah, it's a Noble Oak Double Oak Rye. That's what we are drinking tonight. And uh, how much this was one, this? Uh, it was for uh, thirty-five, either thirty-five or forty. I can't remember what okay. I paid for it. Um, I was really surprised you went with this. Well, I had seen it on the shelf a couple times, and I was like, oh, you know, I I believe I liked, I, I'm pretty sure I liked the original Noble Oak that we 3. tried. 3.75 or a 4. I think you may have given it a 4. I gave it a 3.75. Okay. I liked it. I didn't love it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I just decided, why why not? At least we, we tried to go through some of the lineups of uh, the different distilleries. Um, true. Usually it's the ones we like, though. Uh, true. True. But <laughs> we, we, we've got to give the benefit of the doubt to the ones that we don't like as well, uh, aside from Balconies. I don't know if I'll ever go back to it again. I've had three bottles of theirs, I think. I thought you liked their high-proof one. The first one? Yeah. Oh, the rye. Mm-hmm. That was the, the oh shit yeah. face on TikTok. Yeah, like one that, of one, our... that one was actually pretty good. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit that one was good. But the other ones, I, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't hang with the pot still. Uh, <coughs> I think it's a hybrid of that and uh, being from Texas. For whatever reason, I think the water over there is a little fucked up. <laughs> They're messing with the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, I don't fucking know, man. Water. There's something about it. I. Okay, I've had Maybe one. Maybe it's the hurricane I actually, that, that ruined it, or, or the, so, the snowstorm. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I. I don't know. So, I do think that the TX bourbon is pretty good. I don't think it's great. I think we brought it onto an episode. I had someone try it on an episode. I believe. I don't remember. Or that maybe episode. it'd have been prior to an episode. You were there. It may have been, it may prior. Have been prior. But it's it's pretty good. The blended whiskey is just absolute ass. But their bourbon's pretty good. It's about forty five bucks, and it's not the easiest to find. A cool bottle, cool topper, and stuff like that. But that's that, and then maybe Garrison Brothers. But I feel like Garrison Brothers way overpriced. It's good. Yeah. We should probably do it. I, I have enough left to do an episode for sure, so we should probably do that. Might be a good one to get your thoughts on it too, Devo. I don't know if you've okay. had it. I think I have. Did you? Um, I think it was a before an episode type of yeah. uh, try or sip. For those of you that are new to the podcast, we used to get kind of like borderline stage fright. Not stage fright, but we we struggled to get into episodes and get like conversation rolling. So we drank 
right. first. And then we drank again. Now, now we have more of a true like, hey, you haven't had anything to drink. This is what this is going to taste like fresh. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. I mean, if we know what we're talking about. I don't know. I still don't know if we know what we're talking about. Is it that we don't review whiskeys like other companies or other websites or other reviewers? Or is it that we just have different palates? I, I think it's a combination of the two. Because um, you're saying we're not good. No, no, no. No, well, we've we've also said that we're more of like the blue, well, I guess whiskey. No, we're more of the blue collar in terms of, um, although we can be snobby. Yeah, I actually, um, fun fact, <laughs> I was talking to one of our patrons earlier, or I was texting him, and he we were talking about different whiskeys, and he sent me a list of like eight of the top whiskeys to have around a campfire. Uh, it's Schweik. Um, shout out Schweik. Thanks for reaching out. Love chatting with you. And the top one was Campfire by High West. No, don't ever. Have you had it? Yes. You really? When the hell did you have that? Um, Ariana and I went to Eureka Burger uh oh. a while back, and uh, I can't remember if it was. I can't remember what we were celebrating, but I asked her if I could. Oh, I think it was for my birthday, actually. Okay. Um, her I don't and I remember went you there, telling me this. And uh, it, it was overly smoky. Yeah. it's I've, I've heard it drinks more like a heavily peated scotch than yeah, a, it like does. A American whiskey. And I, I guess I was not like prepared for it, so it did not sit on the palate too, too good. Um, it was one of those things where it was like, well, I'm not going to order another whiskey. I'm just going to wait till I get home and have some... <laughs> better whiskey i think it was from like a men's magazine or something like that like men's weekly or some bullshit and so like number one was that number two was like a heavily peated scotch or no number two is woodford reserve which i'm like i don't think you want that around a campfire which, which one it just woodford reserve just oh, the basic. I, w- I would say double oaked is better than absolutely double or especially oaked around is a, a campfire that's probably one of the best whiskeys for any bourbon drinker like any bourbon drinker would enjoy it. Okay. New or yeah. experienced. Um, number three was Buffalo Trace, which y'all Whoa. know my thoughts on Buffalo Trace. Oh. But it's also another one that's just, it's not enough to like, it... I just, I can't. Yeah, no. So, and then number four is like a heavily peated scotch. Five was a heavily peated scotch. And then six went to Bullet. Like, okay. It was all over the fucking place. Seven was E.H. Taylor Rye. And, oh, wow. I was going to say. Which is funny because you can't fucking find it. Right. Um, and then eight. I can't remember what eight was. Uh, hmm. Jesus. And I was How like, oh, Knob the last Creek three were good. There. Oh, yeah. Knob Creek was on there. It was the single barrel. Knob Creek. Single okay. barrel select. Okay. Because I was going to say I would pick the like Knob Creek over... The scotches, like all the scotches should probably, well, it depends on well, which a, scotch if, they were. Well, if, if anyone listening is similar to us, you aren't going to like scotch particularly a lot. You're going to drink bourbon or rye over scotch, especially when you can buy a really good bourbon for $40 and to get an equal quality scotch, you're going to spend 60, 70, 80 bucks. I think it's the McKellen's, uh, Twice barreled 
is it the 12 year that that one's know. pretty good that one's actually pretty good like it's not overly peaty um there's a little bit of peat but but not too i bad. just can't get ba- can't get past the oiliness it's yeah it's a little thin any 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 scotch it's just comes thin. across kind of oily to me uh-huh. the only one from that region and I say region because it's not Scotch; it's Irish whiskey. Was that Kinnapogi? Uh huh. Kinnapogi was actually pretty good. I was, but I was you still highly have surprised. Some, right? I got so I did, and I brought it over for a family get together with my parents, and we tried a bunch of different whiskeys. And my nephew, who is the one who recommended we get that, was there. I was like, dude, I have so much whiskey. I'm probably it's probably just gonna sit there. I don't know when I'm going to have someone over that's going to want Irish whiskey. Just take it. He's like, really? Like, yeah, just take it. I'm not going to, you know, we had an episode on it. I got to try it. I would, I would happily drink it again, Uh huh. but it's not like it doesn't, I think it's really good for an Irish whiskey. Right. We've had like really goods from these areas, except for the, was it Hibiki? No, it was a to- Toki. Toki. Santori Toki. Yeah. Santori. And that's that's exactly my reasoning behind like you can't go dollar for dollar compared to bourbon or American whiskey because it's so much better for the price because there's not as much transportation. There's not tariffs. There's not shipping across the fucking ocean. Right. And then aside from okay, that Canadian, uh... you can get across the border, but still there's still tariffs <laughs> potentially. I don't know. We may have free trade with uh, Canada. I don't know. With how things are rolling right now, they may change things. So, who knows? Um, But I did want to make mention that the one that we're going to be trying tonight is 48% uh, alcohol by volume. Uh Wasn't the other like 90 proof? Yeah. Okay. The other is 90. So, this is six points above. Um, Yeah. I I'm I'm kind of excited for it. Let me do the proverbial. Is that how you say it? Proverbial, like proverbial. preverb. I think Pre-ver- proverbial. Proverbial pop. Pre-verb- I don't know. We could have just. Oh uh, yeah, it's that's the problem when we're remote. It's <laughs> not a fresh crack. Yeah. I'm. You know what? Shit. I might have to pour uh, the second batch of Elijah Craig. For your your backup, for no for the the six uh, the three month bottle. Remember we're doing six month open, three month oh, open, and yeah. then fresh crack. I have the six month, and I think that was like March sixteenth. So I got to pop this one. Oh yeah, the next bottle. I'm excited to do that actually. Like to try the three. Watch they taste exactly the fucking same. Well, then that proves the point that like letting it air isn't really changing the dynamics of the whiskey yeah exactly i don't know we'll see it does smell decent is this aged secondarily in a wine barrel as well uh yes so well don't get as much wine on it it's a rye whiskey finished with port wine oak staves okay so and again this is very similar their methodology is very similar to like uh broken barrel who i think is a little more popular now Gotta gotta give it to Broken Barrel. They It's their marketing I'm not, too though. I'm not trying to take like say that we had anything to do with it, but we started a revolution of Broken Barrel on TikTok. Yeah, we did. 
We really did. Oh, although it, Feisty helped out too. Cause... Yeah, no, no, no. But like, I, I completely agree. Feisty, Schweik, a lot of guys, uh, Hubby Live, um, they all went big on it too. But I think the price point's nice. So people aren't like, for 30 bucks, they're like, oh, I'll try it. Yeah, and I think that's the nice thing California about California Oak. Yeah. I still think that's like my favorite of theirs. I don't know. It's good. I, uh, I liked their... Is it the Mizanara? Yeah, that was that good was for like good. a Japanese style whiskey. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a decent amount. Like, so the port is coming through in terms of like having almost like a. The other one was Cab, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. I think I still have that bottle here somewhere. So uh, it it is like you said that uh, that the wine isn't coming through as much. Although I'm getting some of the notes that you would possibly pick up on um, either port or or a wine, um, I'm getting a little bit of plum, which is interesting. I could see, to me. I see that. I'm getting the wintergreen, the like piney yeah, wintergreen that uh, rise normally, or yeah, kind of that like fresh type of flavor. It Oak smells inviting. Through. I don't think. I've had a rye aged with in a wine barrel or aged with wine barrel staves. I have a feeling there aren't very many out there because it is it is a tricky so. situation. Yeah. Like I know the only other secondarily aged rye that I can think of outside of like Broken Barrel doing similar things, but they don't do wine with their rye. That's French oak staves, I believe. Right. I think, yeah, I think you're right. The only other one I can think of Angel is Angel's Envy Rye, but that's uh rum barrel. Uh-huh. Some um I don't know if uh Breckenridge does anything. Oh uh, like maybe. That. They my although I haven't seen any I th- I think I've only seen their rum cask fair bottles. There is I a slight like tinge of raisin in this. Okay. Maybe I'm getting yeah. a little more raisin than plum, but I think both dark fruits like give you that kind of like I don't it's hard to explain that flavor. Uh-huh. I yeah, I, I can agree with you on there on that. Um because uh yeah, I could see the grapey raisin slash plum. Um I'm also getting a little bit or actually a decent amount of uh, anise coming through. There's more anise really? than uh, yeah, um, I don't get pepper, pepper for me. I don't get much anise. There's a Unless lot going clothes. on in this. I don't know. There's, a, lo- there's yeah. a lot going on. It's almost like when, when you think of rise, they're usually pretty simple to me. I know we had this debate with, uh, what was his name, at uh, Burnside. I need to be re- better at remembering names. I mean, shit, I play a round of golf with you, and I forget your name by the first green. So, <laughs> I mean, the fact that I remembered it once on an episode, I think that says something. But It wasn't like a mic or anything like that, right? No. I don't know, but Burnside was really good, too. Yeah, I'm working on killing the uh, goose uh, hollow. Nice. This, it's just, it's, it's a little, okay, so if I was going for a rye, this might be slightly off-putting. 
I I can see what you mean by that because it is uh, just a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. The rye spice or the rye feel isn't as uh, prominent on the nose. It's more of the the other, uh, like the second or having the the port wine staves in it. That's what's kind of attacking your nose a little bit more. Um, I mean, there's still a decent amount of spice that's coming through, but uh, your the predominant scent is uh, the wine. I feel. Yeah, go ahead and give it a sip because I had my first sip. It's it's a little. It's really different. I that, can't tell if yeah. it's a bad different yet. Like I, feel, I, I'm kind of in that point where it's like, okay, either the second sip's going to be like significantly better, or it's going to be significantly worse. Like this second sip could be make it a four point two five, or could make it a two point seven five. Like that's the gap right now where I am so unsure. I do like that. There's a decent amount of burn. Like okay, there burn. wasn't as much burn as I expected. Okay. And maybe uh, it was I, like I, that plum raisin just like taking over my tongue. Yeah. It just, and like there is that spice, but it's weird. It's like I tasted it on the roof of my mouth was the spice. Yeah. There's a certain bite to it, I think. I think that's also there why. It is. Because um, cause it's, it's got like a little bit of this. And I describe it this way because I, I can only think of it this way, but there's like a a little bit of spikiness to the uh, palate and then it smooths and mellows out with like the plum raisin type feel, but those still don't come through to me as much. It may soften it and that may be also what's a little off putting for you is that it's softening. I think, and it goes back to like what I want in a rye. Right. Like I want to taste the rye. Like if I didn't want to taste the rye, I would drink wine or I'd drink bourbon. Right. And I I don't drink wine, but like that was the best comparison because this does drink more like a wine than a bur- than a rye. It's not bad. It could be a good transition whiskey from for like a wine drinker into rye or a bourbon uh-huh. and wine drinker into rye. But it is, it's pretty sweet. It is sweet for a rye, definitely. Um, it's sweet for any straight alcohol, any hard alcohol that's not like flavored. And I and I want to say like mid-palate, there's like a, a different, um, like you're, you're expecting a different aftertaste or uh, finish, but then it finishes with... Like the very end, it's kind of like a medium to, I feel like it's like a medium to long finish. Um, and the finish is is a little bit more spearminty, uh, fresh type of finish. It is a fresher finish. I feel like the palate is very like fruity, dried fruity. And like dark fried, fried fruit, dark dried fruit. Like your grapes, so raisins, like. Cherry, plum, plums. cherry, yeah, much like a port, right? Like yeah. it's very dark, dried fruit kind of flavor. It kind of reminds me of like having a raisinette. 
<laughs> it's kind of like this. I can like, kind of see that now, actually, because uh, raisinette is because there's a like a hint of chocolate. Yeah, there's there seems like there's a lot of chocolate on those fuckers, and it's just like all you taste is raisin. Yeah, I, and I then guess a little was, bit of chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was meaning about the uh, the whiskey here. Like oh there's yeah, a, there's a hint of it. Yeah, and I got it on the nose. I didn't want to say it and sound weird, but. I did get like a, a hint of chocolate on the nose. I'm gonna more of like I, I a dark the, chocolate. So I took the second sip, and it was I think a little more enjoyable than the first, but it's not really like changing my thoughts on it. If that makes sense. Yeah, although hmm, I don't know, I'm enjoying the mouth feel because it mm-hmm. is it is nice to have a. But then again, like you said, if you're grabbing for a rye, you're not. This is not what you're expecting. Um, something no. that's like coating a little bit more viscous uh, than I was, and, and the the viscous Heavy. of of uh, um, uh, like like a wine type of viscous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like filling. Yeah, this one's definitely more of a dessert type. Yeah whiskey it is now i don't think you could have more than one of this i think it would be difficult to have more than one i don't think it's yeah i think it's kind of it's a lot there's a lot going on there and i think for some people some people would probably absolutely love this i think they're gonna be like rye and wine drinkers but I, I don't know how many wine and how many rye or bourbon drinkers their go-to wine is port. That is true. I, I, think I feel like it's usually like, like cabs, cabs or, or lows. Yeah. Don't think you're going to get a whole lot of guys that are like, hmm, let's put this. Uh, let me drink some port wine. And I mean, <laughs> there's some really good ports out there, but. See, I. I was thinking of um, with it being more, we're obviously having more of a port feel to it. Uh, the beer drinkers that are into like porters and stouts, yeah, this one might be a good one to introduce them to. I think you have to be more into like the desserty stouts. Yeah, yeah. I, like I feel the, like there are the uh, Belching Beaver, or whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, the peanut the little, butter yeah. stout. The peanut butter Mexican chocolate stout is incredible. Oh, is it? It will fucking just absolutely destroy your stomach because there's <laughs> just so much sweetness, but it is so fucking good. Is it? Does it taste, or do they use um, kind of like an horchata type of? I I think um, it's like a or... it's slightly darker chocolate, but it has like cinnamon in it. Oh, okay. It's kind of like how well, like, it has cinnamon in it, but yeah, but it doesn't have like the milkiness to it. No. Oh, okay. maybe a little bit from like the peanut butter, but yeah, yeah uh-huh. I wouldn't say it's like necessarily milky. Okay. It's not like a milk stout. Now that I think Which... about it, how the fuck do you make a milk stout? You, you can't add milk. I don't think. Can you? No, then it would go bad quick. Yeah, it would end up being like cheese. It would like curdle. Yeah. Over time. Unless the alcohol kills that. You know what? I, I have a feeling they just brew it next to a cow and that's how they oh, 
say that it's a milk the cow style. pisses it out. Yeah. They give it to the cow and then they ferment it afterward. Right. Yeah. That's probably what it is. It's a, it's a true science. Yeah, it you is. You have to know when it's uh, actually ripe and ready to. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> more you know. Um. You the say swish. the more you know as if it was a fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong. I'm just kidding. A brewer's going to hop on and he's going to be like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? And then we're going to be like, okay, what's better, whiskey or a beer? Well, if they're a brewer, it's probably beer. Uh, maybe. But I had the Swish. Swish was an improvement. It was still a weird swish because you don't get like I feel like the the sweetness from the port. I mean the uh yeah the port like just kind of takes away from the swish slightly, but it is better. Yeah, um, it is. It is a lot better. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, the spice doesn't come through, or it comes through on the like the front end of the palate. Yeah. And then it mellows out and then mm-hmm. it just uh, transitions you into like the fresher feel that a rye normally gives you. Yeah. Uh, this this one is kind of complicated. Uh, it is. Both, it's both like... in the palate and uh, also in what I'm thinking of possibly giving it as a rating. Oh. You're making I'm, me say trying, uh-oh a lot as of late. I'm <laughs> well, that's partly because uh, we're doing uh, the high proof bracket right now, um, which if you haven't listened to all of those episodes, go ahead and check those out. Uh, we also have the, as of right now, we have the semis out um, on our Patreon. So if you're not yes. already a patron, uh, go check out our Patreon page, uh, Rob, you're better at saying what the actual patreon.com forward slash whiskey biz podcast podcast with a K because whiskey comes in cast tasks. Uh, just, just so you remember, like just use our name, just remove spaces for any social media and you can find us. Right. Just, just know that we don't have a fucking Yahoo email. It's Gmail. <laughs> right. I think we could have created like an at, at our whiskey biz through our website but i was like we already created the others and everything was tied to those i'm like fuck this i'm not doing that but gmail's easier to go around though well i mean it's kind of cool when you can send it like whiskey at whiskey biz yeah but then it would have been whiskey biz podcast at whiskey biz podcast (laughs) no we do like rob at whiskey biz podcast or devo at whiskey biz podcast oh gotcha yeah or Support at Whiskey Biz Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Info at <laughs> recommendations at Whiskey Biz Podcast. <laughs> Stuff like that. Once we get bigger, <laughs> if we get bigger and. Um, and the only way we can get bigger is with you guys. That sounds so dirty. <laughs> you heard but it here. Please, but please tell your friends. Make us bigger. And uh, tell other whiskey drinkers uh, about our show and uh, also just let us know um, what you think. And um, if we turned you on to a a whiskey that you weren't sure of. Make you bigger, you make us bigger. (laughs) Boom. 
There goes the awkward shit. Uh, yep. <laughs> just trying not to go there, but it just, you know. It just kind of slipped first out. First thing that popped up. <laughs> Fuck. But. So. This. You- I, so I, I, I'm thinking about it, and I don't think I would be able to have this with a cigar. And I think that's where um, my ratings do change a little bit. Um if I can have it with the cigar, I give a, a bit higher of a, of a rating. Um, this one, since we were talking about, um, like what can be, what whiskeys are best around a, a bonfire or, or a campfire. Yeah. This one wouldn't hit the mark. I don't think, um, no. for me at least it would, it would not hit the mark. Um, it, it's very enjoyable though. And I think that's where I am really struggling. Really? It is. It's very enjoyable. That's so weird to me. That this is enjoyable to me? Like, do you like this that much? Like, it, sometimes you come out, like, they're decent whiskey, and you're like, ah, it's a three. I'm like, what? What the fuck? And then you pick this one. It tastes like you just ate a fucking plum, shoved some rye in your mouth, and then finished it off with raisinets. What, what, do, what do old people eat? Plums and raisinets. But exactly. that's so they can shit. Uh... Did you did you know that now now I'm getting too personal and, that, and now I'm having to you say have a problem pooping? that yes I I have a problem with uh, constipation and I I do need assistance sometimes and I don't want to pay for a colonic. Don't know if that does that actually help. I have no idea. I just know that it's something that they wash out your butthole with. If you guys have had a colonic, make sure to reach out to Devo directly. <laughs> He'd love to have a conversation with you. Um, just put my name in the subject yeah, line and I'll yeah, be able to... Yeah, just Devo colonic. <laughs> love to hear it. Holy shit. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, and I, I don't think... I don't know if I would want to uh, mix this as, at all. Because I'm leaning towards that... It, you this don't is know? Because uh, I, I have a feeling if you were to put this into, say, a smoked old-fashioned, I no. think this might be okay. No. I think Dude, it might be okay. Like major plum, and you might as well put a wine with bitters in your glass. That's not a bad idea to try. Well, go for it. Let us know how it is. All right. Do a TikTok on it. It's low alcohol content. You're safe. <laughs> true um what the fuck no like i'm 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 leaning towards this one being a like a 3.75 okay when you're saying like i feel like this is i really like this i swore you're gonna give it a four because a four you have on your shelf right with how you're talking i thought you're gonna give it like a fucking 4.25 and i'm like what in the fucking I, world basically where where i was going with all of that is that it is enjoyable. It doesn't fit my palate as to like, hey, I'm wanting a, a rye tonight and this is the type of rye. It's more of like, I don't have a bottle of wine. I want to have something that tastes a little bit more like wine. And I want to wake up with pee on the floor and no, because this is a one next to it on the couch. Th- this is not even a Devo pour type of thing. I don't know. I feel like you might manage that. I I could. One night you're gonna I, text I, me. You're gonna be like, "Fuck, Rob, you were right." No, no, um, no, because I have a kid now and I can't get that far gone. 
there are plenty of alcoholics with kids. Yeah, but he he's a newborn. I I can't do that now. So uh, I'll wait till he's like two and he's able to sleep through the night, and I don't have to worry about being okay. up for for certain feedings or whatever. Well, that's why you do it so you can't wake up. Nah, I'm not gonna do that. Okay, okay. Just get him on one of those like uh, like hamster feeders, or if he's like hungry, <laughs> it's like a nipple at the corner of his crib. You just crawl over to it and just suck on the fake tit. That that visual is amazing. Like yeah, I had a complete it. visual front arms. He's like crawling to it. No, I'm you hungry. It, you you make it into a figurine to like yeah. <laughs> Or just, or just create like, dude. That's how we like get a, rich. We we need right, to invent right. it and hamster and baby and feeder, <laughs> baby hamster feeder. Um, <laughs> the movable tit. Um, uh, that's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> or just set something up that, like, at certain times, like, create like a a drop, something that drops from the ceiling, and it like lands <laughs> right about where he he falls asleep. Uh, and that it's it's linked up to um his baby monitor type deal so all you have to do is press the button and that's what what drops it down or when it hits like so many decibels it just drops <laughs> kind of like uh when you say decibels and and that it just drops i think of uh the airplane uh airplane i said airplane right there um airplane um that's one type masks. of mile high club <laughs> the the mask that dropped down oh I for some reason thought of it that way <laughs> i thought you're gonna i thought you were thinking of like uh what is it the uh sound the noise isolating headphones <laughs> that's what i thought you were gonna say <laughs> oh man um but yeah so i i'm i'm gonna give this a 3.75 and i think it is on point with the price as well at least what i think and i'm pretty sure i bought it at which was uh 35 to 40 i wouldn't pay above that though so i think i I could see it going for 40 yeah um i think that's the most i would end up paying for it but not around a campfire um not i i think it has potential to be mixed i just don't know i i'm not uh a chemist slash uh mixologist to be able to make it taste good yeah i don't know what you'd almost have to like put this into like a like one of those like mixed berry type drinks Mm. you know what i'm talking about like where it's Mm -hmm. like a blackberry smash or whatever it's called i think it's actually that doesn't chilies have something similar to oh no that's their margarita i'm talking i'm talking about like real mixed drinks not just like real created drinks not just like they uh, yeah, already have pre-mixed. Oh, okay. You know damn well that's just sitting in a fridge in a fucking like $4 pitcher. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> just just like Jack in the Box's uh, coffee is just in a pitcher too. In is a it fridge. really? Yeah. Oh, the more you know. The iced coffee, sorry. I don't know if I, I made figured. that distinction. Yeah, they don't... They, they don't. Put it over like (laughs) boiling coal, like steaming coals to heat it up. (laughs) It's charcoal filtered coffee. (laughs) Fuck, that's actually not a bad idea. (laughs) Oh Jesus, I could see like some like random like indie type shop coming out with that kind of shit, and And it's healthier because it's. Dude, I don't, I don't fucking know. Some of these shops, you're like, oh fuck. 
I I still don't understand like when you go to these coffee shops and they do these like really cool like designs in the coffee. You just drink it down, it goes away. Exactly. It's gonna fucking disappear. I mean, it's like I, the I'm really... not gonna take away from their talent of being able to no, do so. Very but... cool. Very artistic. Great indie type shit. But like it's like the really good cakes, right? Or the really pretty cakes. They use that coating that like because it has to form better. You can't get icing to look like that stuff. Yeah, it's almost a and wax. It doesn't yeah, it doesn't like it's either overly sweet or it's like you're like you said, eating like a wax type substance and it's just not great. I forget what they call that shit. But <laughs> That's what I feel like with this these like designs because you can't do that with a regular cream. I don't think it has to be a thicker cream. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's like a heavy whipping cream. Yeah, and then it, so then it changes like the the coffee itself. Yeah. I don't know, but people love that shit. Kudos. <laughs> Probably more fucking pictures of that than bottles of whiskey on Instagram. Definitely on Instagram. I don't know about. Well, you don't do pictures generally on TikTok. You do when you put your hand up. I don't do that. <laughs> I just have it fixed in the top corner. That's what I started doing. <clears throat> so instead of like bringing out I'm the bottle, kidding. I just put your, the pic, the Instagram picture up in the corner of the page. <laughs> it, it helps people to find our it, Instagram. It makes sense, right? Um. So, okay, my review. It, it's it's drinkable. It's good. I think they screwed themselves though with like a market. I mm-hmm. don't think there are a ton of people that this is going to fit. Like I should I feel say, like it's not yet. Or they missed I the wine drinking craze. See, basically the market that you're going for is rye drinkers that like really like wine, like sweet wine, or you're going for wine drinkers that can't deal with rye, but you're trying to get into whiskey. I think they're I feel going like, for just wine drinkers in general to bring them over into whiskey. Or because you of can't their drink, other noble oak that we tried. Or you can't get into like hard <clears throat> alcohol, so you want this to like hide the flavor of alcohol. Mm. Cause there isn't yeah, a whole lot of ethanol. There. I got more ethanol on the swish than I did on sipping it. Yeah. So I think it's it's drinkable. I don't thoroughly enjoy it. I'm going to give it a 3.25. I think it's, I think the bourbon's better than this. Okay. I could, I understand the price point. Rye's more expensive in general. I'm guessing it's because rye, uh, rye is more expensive than like corn and barley and all of that. So that's probably why it's more expensive because usually it's aged less than bourbon I'm very confused by why rye is more expensive. Maybe there's less made, so it's not as competitive of a market. I don't fucking know. Maybe it's harder to uh, break down. Maybe. Maybe you have to add more. I don't know. Uh But And I think uh, Iowa Legendary. What was his name? Mm. He he brought up that you have to add a chemical to break down. Yeah, rye, but that doesn't make sense because you can't. They there can't be any additives unless it's an approved additive for the rye. True, right? I don't. I'm a little confused by that, but maybe ryes don't have the requirement bourbon does. But I thought they did. Maybe I'm wrong. So three point two five. I'm definitely not mixing this. I don't think it's going to mix well with really anything. 
Diva, I guess you're probably the closest mixed drink you were right about is like a smoked old fashioned. But I just don't see it going well. I think you'd have you'd have to do something with like like berries. Yeah, I I I understand and agree with you on that. It's just <clears throat> I don't know this one. It, it, I feel like since I have it on my shelf, I probably won't have it until someone asks to try it. Okay. And then I'll I have could, one I with them. I could understand that. I'm still amazed how much wine flavor they're able to get out of a bourbon or rye that's just aged with staves, not like not mixed with not wine. Secondarily or anything like that. Well, it's secondarily it's aged, aged yeah. but it's but. it's not like they put any wine in it. Mm-hmm. There's so much flavor. Like Noble Oak does a great job of getting a shit ton of that flavoring. I think that's why I like the California oak from Broken Barrel is it doesn't taste like the wine is a <clears throat> it doesn't overpower the uh, the bourbon right it just takes the edge off slightly and Seth said that that was a long grueling process too to to For get sure. that one that one good I think he thought he correct. fucked up really bad too but yeah he <laughs> yeah, yeah he, what did he say he said that uh, he thought he burnt uh, killed he it? no kill, like burnt it. Burned the uh, barrel or something. Yeah, something yeah. of that extent. It's been a while since we talked with them. But, yeah, so that's where I'm at with this. It's good. It's not great. I, If your palate's like mine in any way, shape, or form, I wouldn't bother. Uh, if you do like, like Angel's Envy, you may like this on the rye side. If you're new to rye and you like wine and bourbon, you may, this could be a good, like, segue because you do get some of the rye flavor but not much i I would even wager to say this is under 60 percent rye uh yeah you might be right let me see if it's on the bottle at all i couldn't remember if they put oops oh oak double oak rye there we go um do they say anything Interestingly enough, the first one that comes up is Dalmore. The Dalmore, which is a scotch. Uh, so interesting. Can I can I say what uh Noble do. Oak has to say about the tasting notes? Please do. At least on their bottle it says notes of figs, toffee, almonds, and allspice. You know what's funny? Is it doesn't match their website. Oh, really? <laughs> On the nose, it says notes of toffee, allspice, wood, and rich grains. Well, I, I it just said uh, those were, I, oh, the I notes? thought they were the tasting notes, yeah. So the palate is notes of sweet brown sugar and maple syrup dissolve into a sharp profile of green pepper. Green pepper? What like chives? No, no, not chives. It would be a... Uh, oh, that would be like a green... When I think of green, like, is that spicy? Like... Is it I think that's it's very yeah. It could be like a jalapeno or like a serrano, or it could also mean green bell pepper. Green bell peppers are not like spicy. No, they're not. I yeah, and grass. <laughs> Closing with an austere rye grainy spice. Nope. Nope. But nope. then later it shows flavor notes: toffee, maple syrup, lemongrass, and allspice. 
Got a top 100 spirits 2020. Holy fuck. Oh, no, these are all, all their awards. Oh, no, this is just the double oak cry. It got a 97 at the Ultimate Spirits Challenge in 2020. That's San Francisco, right? Uh, Ultimate, no, that... Or is that New York? That might be New York. I think it's New York. I think it's the San Francisco Wine or Spirits oh, Festival. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and it was a finalist in 2020. It was a great value in 2020. They got a SIP Awards Gold in 2021. World Spirits Competition. World Spirits Competition, San Francisco. Oh, that's uh, right. Gold. I don't, I don't understand it. Um, maybe it's... It, but, but Maybe they're talking about like the complexity. Too, yeah. Yeah, but don't everyone has a bias. It, it's, it's usually blind tasting, right? Because that's what uh that's what um Bespoken was talking about. I can't think of Yeah, Bespoken's better though. Yeah, Bespoken is a lot better. Especially with their rye. But then again, this one has a different characteristic to it. So I wonder if it was Maybe entered like into the complexity. A, Mm-hmm. Or or entered or maybe into it was in a, a different secondarily aged category. Yeah, something like that has to because yeah. there's there's a yeah. lot of gold medal winnings that were true. Like, yeah, it's like everything gets a gold medal unless it sucks and then it's silver. Right. <laughs> I don't understand their grading process, but that's fine. And if you don't get an award, you just need to get out of the industry. They're uh well they use smolliers, right? To I to judge guess it. So how's that going for you? Because or not smollier, but it's going great. I still <laughs> finished that one chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I I should have been better at keeping you accountable to keep going Dude, through that book. I feel like I don't remember what happened. I think like when I got that, Lauren had moved in and then the the house started changing too. The though, house at that point. I started doing a lot of work around the house, like in the the whiskey room. I'm just gonna call it a whiskey room now because that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, pound per pound whiskey is heavier than everything else in this room. True, or any other category of item. Well, no, I I think it does. St- uh, it may not weigh more than the refrigerator that's in there, but oh, I don't know, 180 bottles. <laughs> That's 200 bottles bottle. potentially <laughs> feisty gets me in trouble he's like you want this like hell yeah i want that but fuck nah just get it it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah if i don't get it now i'll get it later and then instead of getting that later i get something else later because i already have that and it's just it's a fucking downward spiral uh, if you're uh, new to whiskey and you're like i don't know if i should get into it just don't go on social media for whiskey just go to the store, buy your shit, use yeah. our recommendations, go that route, try a new so, bottle every week. Yeah, that's so, uh, what I ended up doing to get a little bit more uh, like a variety and trying different things. Like I had my daily sipper, which at the time was um, bullet bourbon or bullet uh, rye. It wasn't Knob Creek yet. <clears throat> surprisingly enough um but then i would i would go and i would get two different like nicer whiskeys okay um twice uh, it would so be uh, twice a month it was twice a month 
Uh, so you got well, a bottle it, a week, it, basically. No, 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 no. Sorry, not not two whiskeys each time I got it or oh. went to the store. It was like I got one um, good whiskey every two weeks. Or did that I was, cover you back then? Huh? I feel like that wouldn't have covered you back then. No, I, I had my daily sippers on the shelf as oh, well. Oh, you still had those. So yeah. two new bottles. Got it. I thought yeah. you meant like you were just buying two bottles a month. Gotcha. So I was I was sense. trying I was trying a bunch of different ones and at the time my budget was I, I couldn't go over sixty, I think. Um okay. I calculated it out that I couldn't go over sixty for the better bottle than the bullet. Um and that's how, that's how I got into it, uh, at least a little bit more before we even got into uh, doing the the show. Gotcha. Yeah, I just went balls deep. Mm-hmm. Said fuck it. I think so. This podcast yeah, has been it, going around. We've been on for twenty months. I think now. Holy shit! It's been twenty months. And I am. So I have approximately 180 bottles pretty much everything came from when we started so i buy on average nine bottles a month (laughs) that's solid and 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 i drink like less than one a month (laughs) right and you know what is also funny is that you have stuff like still house back behind you (laughs) oh yeah that will probably never be drank uh, you could probably put that in your I car. I should give that to you and... so you can rub it on Noah's gums when he's <laughs> uh, when he's teething. No, I'm I'm gonna give him uh, some Knob Creek. Make sure no. that, make sure that's he so inappropriate out. to give him your knob. <laughs> so ah, inappropriate. Shit, I didn't think of that. Yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, um, we we're just talking about that uh, shirt name, a uh, shirt like that too, and then you didn't even catch on to it. What do you mean? I didn't catch on to it. That we were talking like knob is also known as your knob. No, I I understood that. Yeah. No, I meant like you didn't catch on to it like when you were saying it. Yeah, I didn't catch yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think Knob Creek was when like right before we started the the podcast, right before we started the show. That's when it became my go to daily sipper. And I think it was also because Ariana really liked it too. Well, and you could get it for forty bucks for a handle, right? And it's back at Costco. Not at my Costco, but when was the last time you went? Uh, three weeks ago, though. I think yeah. I started seeing it about two to three weeks ago. So oh, maybe okay. it's a month ago. Maybe it hasn't gotten to yours, but it should be back. Okay. It's not like a huge quantity, but there's enough. Gotcha. Yeah. So, <clears throat> go ahead and finish, Tivo. Go ahead and chug it. Oh, the, I I poured uh, the rest of the rare breed that I I had. Oh, nice. There you go. From from uh, the the semifinals. <laughs> so, gotcha. Uh, but what I was gonna end up saying, and I I don't know if if I'm just like weird in thinking this because I have at least the idea of how to uh, drive a stick shift. Okay. Just, I, I guess maybe it's because we were talking about my knob and I was like, Oh, you okay. know, yeah. you drive stick like knobs. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, 
if we do go all electric for cars or for vehicles, yeah, you can't have a stick shift. You can't have a stick shift. So it wouldn't no. it, like would driving even be fun? And now that we have uh, self-driving cars that pick you up and they're like an Uber, like no one's going to be able to, depending on the generation, they're not going to be able to or understand how to drive a car, especially not a manual. Um, well, if we follow Biden's plan, we're supposed to be at 50% electric vehicles by, or no, 50% of new electric vehicles have to be, uh, have to, I'm sorry, 50% of new car sales have to be electric by 2030. Is that, is that countrywide or is that, uh, cause, uh, whoever, I, I, I don't I'm like assuming our... it's excluding the U S Virgin Islands. Well, no, I, I guess Rico. I was thinking of because uh, he was trying to start it in California, right? Or was uh, that just California our... said that they were like in? Uh huh. I don't know. I don't know. I I I did receive or I did see a note, uh, see information on Edison saying we can. There are going to be more blackouts this summer because they can either support high AC usage or charging your electric vehicle not both <laughs> that's so stupid then so and then also we just closed i think one of our biggest uh, i think it was our was it our last nuclear plant no we have to have more than one but it was we closed another large nuclear plant that did did a lot of our power and now you're going to get rid of that which that means that when you go away from that, you're going back to coal or yeah, which is, you're going to uh, increase coal because fossil. coal, like wind and water power, like water power is fixed, right? You can't increase we're in a the drought flow. Like, and that, well, yeah. and beyond that, it's, it's in rivers and stuff like that. And you can do it on the coast. You can use water power, but, and I hear it's really efficient because of the, the tide. But mm -hmm. what's that going to do to, like, they say, like, you can do that stuff. What's that going to do to our oceans? Will that fuck with the tide? Because now there's a there's an external source in there. So is it going to lower? So it, it's not that um, it fuck the ozone it? layer is no. <laughs> fucking with it. It's just we are using water for something that yeah. we weren't supposed to? or Yeah, I don't know. And we're using more electricity now than before, is my Especially assumption. Yet all of workers. our now, like every, like your refrigerator uses half the electricity it used to. Your AC uses half the electricity that it used to. Right. Your lights use a tenth the electricity that they used to. So how is it that now we're using more? Like I don't think our population's doubled. I mean, it's They're higher for sure, but. They're trying to get everyone to go solar too in our state. Yeah. Well, there's that, which I think but that's fine, it but, but it's it, fucking it expensive. Well, and it doesn't help you unless you have a generator to be able to keep that electricity that Batteries, is not generator. You have to have oh, battery yeah. storage. Yeah. And that's like, so talking about that, I was looking into electricity or solar, right? And you can't get develop solar electricity during the night, right? Like, right. it's just I physically mean, impossible. Right. 
Unless we were so on a flat earth. Then, then if say you say you just got solar panels, then at the night you're using actual electricity from Edison. Right. So then it, it, is so you'd it have really to get that batteries. cost effective? Like, is it? Yeah. So basically, I was looking at like uh, solar panels to power my house. Right. Twenty grand for the solar panels installed. Okay. Ciao. You want to get the battery backup? Twenty grand more. Oh, that's this uh, reminds me of um. Wow. What was that episode? It was on the birds. It was uh. Birdemic. Birdemic. So uh, there was in Birdemic. I'm not giving away too much. The main character is a salesman for. Oh no. He's not a salesman for solar panels, but he bought solar panels and he thought he was a shit um, because he was able to put that on his house. <laughs> but yeah, Bro, that movie I, was so fucking awkward. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was it was pretty bad. Uh, that's why it was a straight to TV, um, a straight to TV episode or movie. Um especially for the first season. Uh, I don't know what we're going to yeah, end up doing when we season. bring it on back. Uh, Are you coming back? I, I should at some point. Okay. I was just curious. So at some point I should. Um, I know Victor and I were talking about um, Chip and Dale, the rescuers. Oh, yeah. The rescue rangers? Rescue rangers, yeah. Sorry. The rescuers? I, I think that was the cartoon. I don't know. No, it was also rescue rangers. Uh, it probably was. You're right. Maybe I was thinking of uh, Five Will Goes. Oh, yeah, that's what a real pop sounds like. It's been and a that, while. I'm having Elijah Craig. Elijah I figured I have that, to open right? it up. So yeah, yeah, I'm pouring a glass out of that. And you already have the um, tape on there, right? Not yet. I'm going to do that after the episode. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but <laughs> I I don't know. Like I uh, I had a door to door salesman who was trying to sell solar to me and Ariana and uh, his question was like, Oh, how much are you paying in electricity? And then I was like, uh, the, tr- the real question is, is how much are my neighbors paying? And he, he told me the, the number. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm way below that. <laughs> I, I, I don't need solar. So it's about how you conserve energy though. Yeah, I, I mean, there is the aspect of it where I'm like, okay, I'd be cool with not having an electricity bill. But then when you think of like solar panels, I think you can get about a 15-year loan on them. Right. So if you're looking at 40K over 15 years, so that's 180 months. So you're looking at 450 a month. No, wait, I'm sorry. 180. Jesus, my numbers are not working right now. So you're looking at about 300 a month with no, uh, no, not 300. 275 with no interest. 250 maybe with no interest. So then you think about it, it's like, well, I don't, half the year I spend 140 on electricity. Half the year I'm at like 350. So it all levels out and it's like, is it worth where I get worried is I'm in an older house. Mm-hmm. So if I need, if I need 
like if you put you screws in my roof, though. what's that? You got new insulation though. Yeah, but I, insulation doesn't help with leaks. So you get like a not great company, and who the fuck knows what's a good company nowadays and not? Because so many people do like fake reviews and shit. Mm-hmm. So they, who the hell knows? On uh, Yelp and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, and even if it's a good person, they could still fuck up and spring a leak. And then you say, hey, I'm, my roof's leaking. You need to get this fixed. And they're like, ah, that's your roof, not me. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what am I going to say? Like, and then I'm going to take them to court and have to get a lawyer and shit. And it's like, <sighs> that's where I get paranoid. And, and uh, unfortunately, you don't have the money like uh, Johnny Depp or OJ to be able to win that type of uh, yeah. lawsuit. Yeah. So, not I don't saying know. that Johnny didn't. <laughs> that I I shouldn't have lumped him in with uh, OJ. <laughs> Amber Turd is, yeah. Anyways, she it, it's kind of old news, but not at the same time. What kind of is now? It, it kind of died off kind of quick, except for her lawyer did a bunch of like interviews. Yeah, <laughs> and she's saying like the and they're like. They keep going down borderline the the uh, the Victim. route of of defamation again. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you lost. And it, I was watching a lawyer's take on it, and he was like, "This is really this is a bad way to go about it because you have to. You're basically talking shit about the the judge, right?" In essence, because they judge and the jury, right? Yeah, judge and jury. And you're trying to potentially get an appeal. Well, you need those people, not necessarily the jury, but you need those people to help you get appeals. So why would you talk shit or say anything negative about those people? Like, I. It's social. Well,. I was going to say it's social cues, but it's, at the same time that uh, that lawyer should understand social cues by her age. But the the interesting thing that makes me feel like Amber. By the way, you guys drink. Oh, that wasn't even like usually <laughs> that's the interesting. <laughs> you said it, though. <laughs> I did. I said it again, too. So um, the thing about it though from what i've heard her lawyer's actually a really good lawyer and a well-established lawyer and she struggled the whole fucking time so that she, to me, she she got participation awards all the way up until she became a lawyer <laughs> or uh, well, after. I'm, I'm just saying like she, usually you have to be pretty well known to get a high profile case like this right I, yeah so, she likely is in maybe, let's just say she's in the top 10% of lawyers, and she struggled. Like, there were some times, like, there was that one scene, one uh, video that probably everyone's seen where she's like, ah, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, fuck, you want a participation trophy? Because this is, this is not something that you say, like, I'm trying. Like I, she was basically she so saying I'm sorry to Amber Heard. She, <laughs> That's what she was saying. I don't think so. I think I think the lawyer is trying or to save to face. Firm. I think the lawyer is trying to save face 
because she took on a case thinking she was going to make big bucks and get a big profile, and then she found out that the case was fucked from the start. Yeah, because uh, her client lied. Uh, I, <clears throat> who knows? Maybe she was telling the truth the whole time. What I do hate is I was watching another tape of like them talking to the lawyer, and the first thing one of another one of the females said is the worst part about this case is it's a step back for women. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck does that have? So you're saying that we should have just said Amber Heard was 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 right because it's hurting the female fight against uh, domestic violence. What is a female, though? What what is a woman? Uh, X Y. No, it's not. X Y is a boy. No. Is yes. it? Oh yes. yeah, that's right. X X. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Amber's. She's weird. She's super weird. Have you seen her Aquaman? Her Aquaman interview. I did not know who she was until this case. I did because it never backed down. She was in the movie Never Back Down. I know. Really, no, I, I loved that. that movie. Um, but yeah, so but I was, was like, of really, this is the route we're going to go. That this was a negative step for the female like fight for being believed that they're true. But... Isn't it, it? Isn't the whole thing just back to be to the seventies? I don't know. Like, isn't this? Isn't it supposed to be that we have trials to really like determine whether or not someone is in the wrong or the right? Not fair, fair trials, right? Yeah. So, so apparently Johnny Depp was supposed to lose to help the female movement, but on the other hand, maybe Amber Heard shouldn't have been a bitch and lied about it. She's lied multiple times, and that's what they had brought to light Dude, uh, I, in the trial. So Her trial is so cringy. <laughs> it's so cringy, especially when she's on the stand. Like She's like... My dog stepped on a bee? <laughs> yeah, that one was just weird. But she's also like talking like awkwardly. She like makes these weird like jerks to the right to like stare at the jury. And then she looks back at the lawyer when they ask a question, and then she goes straight back to talking to the jury, and I'm like, she was this is to really fucking right awkward. She got on, and it's a great example of why Johnny Depp probably got her the role. <laughs> because you look at Johnny Depp and <coughs> Jesus, we all know um, Johnny Depp dabbles. And I shouldn't say dabbles. He 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 gets in hard with. Uh, uh, different drugs and uh, obviously uh, pint. He of... did. He's clean now. A mega pint of wine, yeah. Um, but <laughs> mega pint. Um, <laughs> he, he were you there? He definitely. It, <laughs> he he goes hard, or he went hard, uh, depending on who you're talking to. But dude was solid <laughs> when when he was on trial, or when he was uh, oh no shit cross examined like, and testifying and everything. Great actor, great stage presence. <laughs> I'm telling you. But in all honesty, any actor would have done would have played Jack Sparrow so much better stoned out of their mind. 
I'm I'm pretty sure that is how he started it out. No, and he was like, and he I was like, he uh, that. well, you mean uh, Edward Scissorhands? So. I don't know. Just in his past, like, you know, I don't know. Is acting like one of those really tough professions where it's like you have to switch roles so often and uh, what and make sure that it comes across. Uh, correctly so it's like hard to get your head on straight like you sometimes don't know who you are because you're always yeah. acting as someone else the the heath ledger I, well i'm gonna put heath ledger in that um just because of uh the timing that he passed because heath ledger passed yeah. with uh uh after joker he killed himself or overdosed uh well he was he was on set or uh filming uh Doctor Parnassus Imaginarium. Okay. Which um I, I did think that that movie was actually pretty good and I can appreciate uh the different actors that took over his role okay. to be able to make that uh movie work, work yeah. But I think that I think the Joker, like what mindset he had to get into for that role, I, he did an incredible job. But like, it's yeah, gonna be I hard mean, to shake. Jack Nichols, Jack Nicholson, Jack, yes, he uh, he he said something along the lines like, it, "It's a very hard role to uh, be able to differentiate." Yeah. Uh, what is reality? Versus, and, yeah. yeah. So there's just a lot of stuff there. And I know like, look at, uh, oh my gosh, Nicolas Cage. Not that he played a lot of weird roles, but he got a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. Nicolas Cage, you've got uh, Mel Gibson that went, went crazy. Yeah. You good there, Devo? Yeah, sorry. I, I wanted to get my charger into the laptop. How's that going for you? I, I feel like I'm doing okay. Is if you didn't say anything, battery no about to know. lie or something? A die? Not lie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I had to I had to plug it in. But yeah, so there's another. There was an interview that came up, and I guess it wasn't a particularly famous one where Amber Heard was being interviewed about Aquaman. <coughs> and the first half of the interview is like a three, maybe like a five minute long interview. Or at least the portions that were played. The first mm -hmm. half, Amber Heard's like hunched over and she doesn't look at the interviewer, interviewer one time for like was two and a half straight minutes. Was she taking bumps in between or what? I don't know. She was probably high out of her mind. But then they say, all of a sudden, like halfway through, they took, I think they like paused or something. And all of a sudden, she's just looking at him. It's the weirdest thing ever. And the the video that I saw said something to the effect of, she probably, like one of her, her manager probably told her to look at the, cam like the interviewer. Uh-huh. It's just weird. It's just weird shit. I don't Was get it. Was she famous before? Aquaman? She was in some movies. Uh, oh, nothing. well, you, you said... Uh, never Back Down. That was never back a down. very uh, supportive role. 
Amber. Oops, I can't spell on my phone. I'm trying to like look at it over the mic. Amber Heard. <clears throat> Let's see what she played. I mean, she's a good-looking girl. She's yeah. just absolutely like off the rocker. So, oh, I think where she met Johnny Depp was Rum Diary. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Where's how the fuck? Oh, wow. You know you're fucking up in life when IMDb. You're an actress, and IMDb is like the eighth site down. <laughs> you know you fucked up. So she's been in fifty movies. So let's go back. Oh my god. Some of these you're gonna be like, what? So she was in Friday Night Lights. It's not a movie, but she was in. Well, there <clears throat> is a Friday Night Lights uh, movie. This is the TV but there's show. There's also oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it's the TV show. <clears throat> oh, it is the movie. She's in the movie. Uh, she was in the OC. She was in Alpha Dog. She was in Criminal Minds. All the boys love Mandy Lane. She was in Spin. Uh, some of these. Movies. She was in Californication. She was in Never Back Down, Pineapple Express, The Informers, Exterminators, uh, The Joneses, Zombieland. Uh, I'm just going through ones that like are better known. Uh, she apparently was the voice on the Cleveland show. <laughs> Which uh, person? I don't know. I don't know. It just says she was in one episode. It doesn't show the character. <clears throat> and soon the darkness. It sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. She was the one in Drive Angry with Nicolas Cage. Really? Yeah. The Playboy Club. She was in seven episodes. The Rum Diary in 2011. I think that's how her and Johnny met. Uh, Syrup, Paranoia, Machete Kills, Three Days to Kill, that's with Kevin Costner, The Prince, I think that was a, oh, it was a TV movie, The Adderall Diaries, <laughs> never heard of that one, uh, <laughs> so Magic Mike Double XL. Really? With, uh, Channing Tatum? Yeah, she was Zoe. 101? Oh, that's a Nickelodeon show. My yeah. bad. The Danish Girl, uh, Justice League, Her Smell. That sounds like a weird fucking movie. <laughs> sounds like teeth, bro. Yeah. London Fields, Aquaman. Oh, Aquaman was really recent, 2018. Goalie, The Stand. Oh, she was in The Stand. Holy shit. I started watching that show. I didn't get into it. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then... Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom in 2020. Well, I was going to say, obviously, with uh, Zack Snyder's Justice so, League because of uh, Aquaman. But. She's been in a lot of movies. <clears throat> but I don't know how many more she's going to be in. Uh, probably none because she took away uh, Johnny Depp's I don't uh, think Pirates many people of the Caribbean. Are, I don't think many people are going to want to work with her. No. I don't know. I think we may have covered some of this on prior episodes, but if we did, just ignore it and assume I, that it's because of the bourbon. That, that was more of my fault than anything else. Um, so, yeah, like uh, electric cars, I, I am not a fan because I can't afford a Tesla. And yeah, they're that's expensive. the type that I would want. 
Yeah, there's some other decent ones. I looked at some when I was commuting a ton. But when I heard that post about, or I read that article or something talking about how we don't have enough electricity for air conditioning and cars, I was just like, okay, so we have more blackouts. I have to get to work, and I need to charge my battery. Are you so going to be able to at work? Shit out of luck. That's the question. Yeah. Well, what if I have like thirty-five miles left? <clears throat> mm-hmm. I can't charge my car. What am I going to go stop it? You know the nearest charging station and hope to God that I can get a spot by my work. Well, and uh, aside from just going to the nearest charging station, is it a super charging station and charges it fast? Well, or? most of those are, they're the fast chargers because <laughs> they're on two forty volt. Okay. But I mean, they, they, they may not be the super fast, but they should still charge your car in two to three hours. Yeah, but that's too. Like, I don't want to go to the fucking mall. Can... Yeah, that's the nearest place that I. Well, there's a place down the street, so technically, I could. I guess I could drop my car off there, but if it's nighttime and the power goes out, I'm shit out of luck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go drive my car down and then walk back home and go walk and get my car in the morning. Like, no, I mean, I can have a gas vehicle that can take care of it. Now, I'm all for like. Yeah, maybe make it hybrid or electric cars. I'm cool with that. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Because you don't have to rely on plugging in your car. But I don't... I get scared. It's like... so. And two, I think I talked about it on a prior episode. Your car's fully electric. The whole thing's a fucking computer. Mm -hmm. It can connect for automatic updates. Yeah. So that means that they can also connect to your car if they wanted to and shut it off. There's that. Um, I'm also thinking of the fact that it's a lithium battery. So it's ready to not explode, but definitely catch on fire at any point. Well, there's that and the whole process of making them not eco-friendly. I did actually bring that up to someone and they said, yeah, but you're moving the pollution away from us Uh, is it though because you have to use fossil fuels to be able to make the batteries yeah but the batteries aren't made here but it's a flat earth so you're still going to be breathing in the other chemicals and everything from like yeah eventually china eventually but it's going to take a while we're all in the same dome well and that's the thing it's like that's that's uh... <laughs> Sorry, I, I keep bringing I up know. stuff from no, what we've talked about before. Yeah, but it's it's just it's like this doesn't I don't think doesn't compute because if electric vehicles were like non-polluting to make them, then cool. But I don't think some of these people that make these decisions, I I really think they have ulterior motives. Well, because even. They, They have smart people. Well, I would hope they have smart people working for them. The decision makers, right? Someone should have been like, yeah, so this use this, the creation of this battery or these batteries basically create the same amount of pollution as a car running for 10 years. Well, that's why they have the warranty for 10 years. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But, um, but no, no, I mean, 
I'm just saying, like, I, I don't think it's as smart as they make it seem like it is. Well, even even uh, Elon Musk was like, no, we can't function off of this. This is uh, dumb. I just did it to be able to have an alternative to those that don't want to get yeah. a, a gas vehicle. Not going to lie, if they start making electric airplanes, I'm never flying again. <laughs> that makes sense. Like I, I do not. I like, mean, if someone fucked up and the charger, charger went bad or there's a bad, like, yeah, nope, nope. That's going to Ter- be a no for me. Terrorists uh, could attack remotely at that point. Like, yeah, agreed. Why don't we just keep, why don't we start making these, have you seen like those magnetic trains that they've talked about making? Yeah, they were, they were wanting to do the uh, fast train from uh, San Francisco down to, was it San Diego or was it LA? I can't remember, but they were, but pretty they were wanting to pass through LA anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> but like, that's a cool idea because you use magnets to propel it or you can mm-hmm. and also and keep it, it on it, the track. It's so essentially no drag. a bullet train, so yeah. it goes like 200 miles per hour, which is about the same as what a jet-fueled engine or a plane can do. Why don't we invest in that and make the cost of traveling cheaper on those things, subsidize their cost, right? Mm-hmm. Help the cost of these companies making it, or run it by the government, which I think is extremely inefficient. I don't trust it, but... <laughs> just yeah. so just subsidize private companies that do this work for their losses that they could make so that you promote people to stop using other methods right like if if i were to tell you you can go from la to san francisco for 100 100 bucks and back you'll be mm-hmm. like let's fucking do it let's go to san yeah. francisco especially within like three hours you get to san francisco and Less three hours that. back it's going to be, yeah, if it's going just, 200 miles per hour, maybe there's some stops, but so maybe three hours, right? So if you, if you hop on a plane, that's going to take you, to, you I think have it's to get an there hour before. and hour and a half flight, hour and 45 minute flight, but you have I to get there so far in advance. What? Yeah. I thought it was 45 to get to San Francisco in maybe, terms of in the air. I, uh, maybe I'm. I think it's what, but boarding and everything like that, it does yeah. take about an hour and 45, but so, and I'm sure there's similarities in that travel and you still have to have very good security, right? Because if you, anything bad happened on one of those trains, it's going to be a big issue as well. Mm-hmm. But we've talked about that big issue, uh, on a previous episode, actually like one of the, like first seven. Was it? I don't remember it. GC? Is that what you're thinking of? GC. No. Bang Bang? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's that. If, if If someone brought a bomb on, something like that. But it's... I don't know. Like, if you subsidize cheaper forms of transport, more efficient ways to tra- uh, to to go places, like you improve our buses, right? Even a bus that gets four miles to the gallon, if you can put 30 people on it, well, that's, in essence, like, it would be, you're getting 120 miles to the gallon for 30 people that drive separately, mm-hmm. right? So... <clears throat> Not really. I don't think that adds up quite right. But 
you're getting it's more efficient. Well, I was gonna say they're using a natural quote gas unquote, clean, yeah, yeah. It's well, it's cleaner, but like there are better ways that you can do this to decrease our footprint than to just be like you have to drive an electric car. Which, first of all, they're gonna have to come out with an affordable electric car. Because I think 20% of our population is around our uh, the poverty line. So, maybe it's 10%. I don't know. So, I don't know the exact number, I should say. But I think it's 10 to 20% of our populations at or below the poverty line. So, if that's the case, they sure as shit can't afford even a $30,000 electric car. Yeah, and I, and I think that's the biggest uh complaint slash uh yeah uh for or against uh electric cars that's the the biggest when you have a you have a 10 year old electric car a 15 year old electric car maybe still runs great but you have to replace the batteries it's 10 grand Mm -hmm. well i mean that's like replacing your fucking engine and transmission in a regular car Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen all that often. Like, yeah, it does at a certain point, but it's a big expense. You could break it up too with the exactly. Uh, Usually, you don't need an engine and transmission at the same fucking time, right? So I don't, I don't know. I don't think they're going about this the right way. What are no. they going to do with all the old cars? Just trash them? <laughs> well, that's just going to add to the pollution exactly. into the oceans. Exactly. It doesn't. This is why the government shouldn't run the bullet train. <laughs> exactly why. <laughs> exactly fucking why. And what happened to the hippies that drove like VW vans? Not great they for still, the environment. They still drive them. Yeah, but now the all the like modern day hippies are like electric we, vehicles. We Fuck, we've go, go uh, get stoned or something for God's sake and just drive a regular vehicle. We we've got a a friend that uh we used to ha- hang out with a lot that has a VW bus. We do, yeah. He has a Vanagon. No, it's not a Vanagon. Yeah, it's a Vanagon. Because he put in a a, a table. No, it's it's a Vanagon. Literally, no, the it, model it a is book. a Vanagon. It's not a bus. It's a VW Vanagon. Really? Yeah. Oh, I guess I didn't uh, pay attention to that specific um, detail. So yeah, it's a bad. Vanagon. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever. I just don't under Whatever. Who knows? Uh, you guys, if you guys have thoughts on this, let us know. If we're on track, let us know. We like to, I like to bump up my confidence a little more. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure Devo <laughs> appreciates it too, so... If you agree with us, let us know. If not, let us know. I'm always I'm I think we should start like a a, a portion of the podcast where we talk about what you guys tell us or what you guys think and we won't call out your name. We'll just say unless you want us to. Um, right. You, you you can say it within the uh yeah. text just saying text not text, but more than likely email or social media. Yeah. Just reach out to us. We want to want to get your thoughts. <clears throat> so, Devo, with that being said, you got any final thoughts? Thank you for listening. And as always, keep it neat, friends. Woo!